Well, hey, hey, this is Naomi Tucker, and you have reached the Planet on a Post-it podcast. I am delighted to be able to hang with you today in Season 2, Episode 4 of the podcast. Today, I will be sharing with you five key boundaries to put in place with your team. So if you are near your like button, please like and share this podcast. Um, You can also go ahead and subscribe as well. Would love to be able to reach um, other people. So if you want to share that with a good friend, that would be awesome. Also, if you would like to know more about Planet on a Post-it and what we do over there, please head over to our website. That's at planetonapostit.com and you will find a unique array of things so you would find blog posts there's also um, previous book clubs that is over there Um, you will also find um, the podcast episodes over there so definitely head over check it out and get more familiar with that with that website now are my book club members listening I am excited that February 12th is around the corner I we are going to be discussing boundaries for leaders by Henry Cloud This will take place on Facebook. And if you haven't signed up, definitely sign up so that you get reminders about this event. And for those that are not reading along with us, why don't you pick up a copy of the book and come along? Or at least listen to the book. There are so many platforms that you can get an e-copy of the book. You can do that through Audible or um, other platforms as well. So just listen to the book. You probably could get it done in two days and join us for the discussion. So I really, really hope that I get a chance to connect with you on Facebook for that book club. It's just really important for us as leaders, not only to be leading our teams, we need to be learning too. Um, A great leader is a learning leader. So make sure that you head over there and have that discussion with us. So as I mentioned before, we're going to be discussing five boundaries that you need to put in place for your team. You know, this comes a little bit off of the reading that I've been doing um, on this um, on, on this subject matter, but it's also generating from the fact that as leaders, we need for our teams to be successful and we need our goals and objectives to be realized. I mean, you guys want to be successful, right? You want to be able to get the things done that you set out to do. And those things don't always happen on their own. And they just don't happen within your own strength. They also happen with the strength of the collective strength of your team members. So it's just really important to really lean on your team to establish the boundaries, establish the culture of your team so that it all works for you and so that you're 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 realizing the things that you need to. So we'll go ahead and hop in. The first key boundary that I feel like you should put in place for your team is matching your goals and objectives with the real results from your team. And what that means is that we all need our team in order to be successful, as I just mentioned. So we need to make sure that our teams are aware of the goals and objectives that we have for our business and for the area that we are leading. So it's really cool that we're at the top of the year because different seasons allow you to start fresh and to really take a look at 
your current goals and objectives and maybe adjust them and tweak them and lay out a new network of plans for that new season. So this is a really great opportunity that we're in, guys. We're at the top of the year. You know, no time is ever better to just make a plan. So as a leader, we're definitely not wanting to make our plans in a bubble. Don't make your plans in a bubble. We want to be able to be transparent with the plans that we have. So it's important that once you do get your plan together, that you do make sure that the rest of your team is aware of what your intended plan is for your area. And so what would happen then is that it gives the opportunity for your team to speak into it. Um, These conversations with your team, I would say, is open and collaborative. You've laid out the skeleton, so to speak, with your plan. And now you're opening it up for your team to fill it in with all the different details and insights that they could share. So it's really helpful to listen during these meetings, gather information from your team on what specific tasks can help get those goals completed or who they should be approaching for a specific task or what really is the problem. Um, Make sure you're taking note of that. And after you're completed with that, make sure that you adjust and refine your plan. Once you do that, reshare that plan out to your team so that everyone is on the same page. That is so important. It's so important with teams to know which direction they're going on and making sure that they they are walking in alignment with their leader and not, you know, to the beat of their own drum. So once you align with the plan, align with your team and share them with that adjusted plan, you'll find that everyone is pretty content with that plan. But there's another step. The next step is finalizing who's going to be accountable for all of the visions that we have for our plan. So that would be the next thing in this project plan, or for lack of a better word, or your or your goals and objectives, I see kind of like a, you know, a master, you know, spreadsheet, or maybe you're digitizing it and using a platform like Asana or Microsoft planner, whatever you do, you're going to align each specific task to a team member. Now, that person is going to be accountable for that particular item throughout that season that you all are looking to meet your goals. I would make sure that you kind of, you know, share who is accountable for each of the tasks that are on your plan and that they're empowered to take that task to completion. One thing that I would say is very important is to make sure that the task or the team member that's aligned to the task has a certain amount of emotional investment into that task. Um, I find that that helps push things along better when a person is super passionate about what you are working on um, because they really want to see the completion of that task. They can see the end result and they will, you know, they will, they will plow through to get there. So if you can make sure that you're sensitive to the emotional investment of your team members, that can help you as a leader be able to align the task to the right person that will be able to see it through to um, completion. So otherwise, what would probably happen is you will find that you are pushing that team member 
a lot <laughs> in order to get it done. And it seems like it's more work for you than it is for them to complete it because the emotion isn't there. Um, so definitely those are some tips. And that is our first boundary that you must have with your team is just making sure that your goals and objectives are aligned with your team. Now, the second boundary is boundaries around behaviors. So everybody has certain behaviors. And as a human being, your behaviors are a collection of all of the, I guess, learned behaviors that you have had since the moment you've been born. (laughs) Now, when you have a team member, Although we hire a team and everybody wants to put in their A game at work and we understand that there's good days and there's bad days, there's certain behaviors that certain certain people are just, you know, predispositioned to kind of to, to do. Um, and that's just because of their background. Now, as a team and as a leader, there are certain behaviors that you just want to make sure that happen. For example, you might want to just make sure that you have certain boundaries around how clients are to be approached and the certain level of professionalism that you might have with your clients. There might be a certain pact or a covenant that you might have within your team on how to talk to one another, things that you should not say, um, things that you, you know, um, you know, no disrespectful comments, so to speak. That's a boundary. So making sure that you establish a behavior around the the team and how they interact with each other, how they interact with clients and how they interact with a larger, you know, organizational team culture is very important. What I really like about the book Boundaries by Henry, Henry Cloud is that he places emphasis on the fact that leaders, as leaders, we create what we allow. So if you're seeing a lot of disrespect that's happening in your teams, so that might be because it's being allowed. And so who is the leader that is allowing that behavior? And that behavior has to probably um, have a boundary around it so that, um, that so it doesn't happen again. So these are certain things as a team, you need to have certain operational, you know, protocol kind of a standard of operation that you have to do around behaviors and it's really key for you to be able to establish that and you know for the most part be respectful right responding with integrity and if you're in a service related industry you know what is the what is the service metric that's that you're going to be responding to your clients with. Do you respond within every 24 hours? Do we do we respond within the hour? What is the boundary around that? And this just helps us with learning what the baseline is and where we're all starting from. And so that everyone's starting from the same level playing field and they're all on the same foundation. So you might feel like this is very simple that pe- people should know how to behave. But you'd be pretty surprised that what you might have, especially with new teams that are coming together for the first time. Some people might be coming from a very, very lax environment in their previous um, previous job, and now they're coming to something a little bit more refined. Um, it's just really important to lay that out for people so that they understand and that they can um, they can be successful at what they do. So these are things that the team. Also, we'll have to figure out together, you know, as a leader, again, we put together the standard, 
but there are certain insights and things that you gain from your team that be able to help make that particular boundary of be around behaviors well-rounded and something that the team understands and that they can function and do well within their job so um so that would be our second boundary which is um, boundaries around behaviors so the third boundaries boundaries for trust with your team so without trust your project or your goals are going to be very shaky so trust is truly the starting point that makes everything work on your team it's important that we have trust um, so that when people put ideas out there um, and when they're accomplishing their goals and they get into different struggles, they understand we're all working for each other. We trust each other to do their best. So therefore, we trust the situation. Can you imagine trying to get a team to allocate resources within their group without trust? If you don't have trust, you know, you won't share. You, If you don't have trust, you won't depend on each other. So trust is really a necessary element of your team. And it's a boundary that you have to build up for your team to be able to agree on. Okay. So again, in this book, there are different components of trust that I feel are useful. One is, um, the connection through understanding, that's a characteristic of trust. Um, the motivation and intent, the character and capacity and ability, and then also the track record. Those are all the different characteristics of trust. So when we feel that we're understood by people, we're able to trust them even more. So the whole idea of um, trust is to make sure the team member gets what the other team member is doing. So um, it's important as leaders in order to have that platform for team members to be able to learn from other team members and to truly get what they're doing for the team. That's why it's so important to have these, you know, these goals and objectives and these meetings with the fuller team so they really understand what that other person is doing. Because as that other person their other teammate is preparing to complete their task the the other team members really get it they know what they're working towards because they're all working on that same plan so again it's making sure that everything's visible to the team so that they can see and not working in a bubble and allowing things to be more transparent so that everyone can see their work and they can work a bit more efficiently so trust is definitely an important factor and is a boundary that maybe um that it's just a, a boundary that you could that you could have around how a team works so it's super super important if you don't have trust build the culture of trust as a leader and um and and in doing that making sure your team sees what others are seeing and that they trust each other in order to hold up their end of the deal so now that leads me into number three um number are we on number four sorry so number four boundaries around accountability so um you know you have trust team members supposed to do what they're going to do but what if they don't right there are boundaries that are around accountability that as leaders, we need to make sure we know what happens next. 
So without an accountability, a team won't be able, (laughs) it probably won't get too much done. Um, Accountability is when we just hold a team member accountable for the work that they have to do. And it's important to establish that um, and hold people accountable for what they said they were going to accomplish. So the project plan that you have, it's something that the whole team says, yes, this is something that I can do. These are tasks that I can, I can, I can take care of in order to meet this ultimate goal. And sometimes things just aren't going according to plan. As a leader, you should be having certain one-on-ones or meetings with your team members individually to just basically check in, see how they're doing with their goal. This is an easy way to be able to kind of help hold a team member accountable in an open collaborative environment with you as a leader to just ask them how things are going. And it's easy for you because you would hopefully be able to hear from the team member on what's going wrong or if they're having a hiccup, you'll be able to help lead them through that on those meetings, um, you know, before a problem is had. And if it's a true and justifiable um, setback, that then as a leader, you can be able to say, well, let's adjust the timing on this because you're running into you're running into a hiccup over here. So it's a really good way to build accountability without having it be awkward or without it being a disciplinary conversation. As a leader, if you definitely have a feel for where your team is on each of their different tasks, then accountability is already built in and it's a really great thing. But sometimes accountability gets to the point where um, you just can't, you know, as a leader, it becomes difficult. Maybe you have a team member that just really is checking out and you can really sense that something is definitely wrong. Well, those are things that you'll be able to kind of work through, especially if you have like a HR department or things like that. But in your one-on-ones with them, be able to tap into why are they, why are they, um, what is the reason that they're not able to uh, to come through? Is it the systems that they're working with? Do they need more training, or is this this person um, not 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 kind of bringing their A game? And it's important to have those conversations and say, I understand that you know, or I can sense that you're maybe not as excited about this as you were before, and ask that ask that particular team member you know, what's going on. So, um, you know, those end up being the difficult conversations that you might have to have. But it's important to have those conversations. So as a leader, you're definitely aware, um, aware to the root of whatever the issue may be. But boundaries around accountability is key. Like I said, I feel like it's important for you to have one-on-ones with your team. So if you do those either on a weekly, bi-weekly, or monthly basis, whatever is a very good cadence for you, definitely do that. And it really is accountability built in. So um, it, it definitely works. So finally, the last boundary is really sharing in the success of the others and of your team. So with a high-functioning team, it's important to share the success of others. Truly, when, when leaders win, the team wins and vice versa. If any member of your team succeeds in any particular area of their job, it's going to the success of that full team. 
So congratulating team members on a job well done is crucial. Give them that personal recognition at team meetings. Um, Call them out and give them a shout out in an email. Um, Let them know that they have overflowing support and encourage the culture of everyone basically chiming in and, and, and really celebrating because again, it is the ultimate team that wins because if they meet their goals, then you meet yours and everybody wins. So it's very, very important to share those little successes with the team and cheer each other's cheer each other on. Um, now as leaders, you know, if we're creating what we allow, Again, why not allow for congratulatory remarks or a celebration? Because everybody loves a good party, right? So celebrate the successes. So while you have seen it, you have heard it at least, those are the five key boundaries to put in place for your teams. I really hope that this helped you and will continue to bring you much, much success. I would love to hear how setting boundaries with your teams has helped you in the past, or if this is new for you, if you try it out, I would love for you to circle back to me and let me know how this has helped you, but definitely keep the conversations going um, and keep striving to be the amazing leaders that you are. Thank you so much and um, have a wonderful week, guys. Cheers. Cheers.